Welcome back. Glad you're with us. The Bill Michaels Show continuing on. Let's get back to the phone calls. And uh, it was a little bit uh, over on that last uh, last segment. Didn't get back to him. So I want to get back to him now. And uh, Lenny, uh, Lenny's on the line. Lenny, how you doing today, man? What's going on? I'm doing great. And I was just got a question for you. Is sure. there any way that Houston could be figuring out how to steal those electronic signals on the pitching com <laughs> field? Because how I cannot imagine yes. Barbara Burns giving up four home runs and back-to-back like that in that game. And Houston is known for cheating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, uh, I don't know. I appreciate the phone call. I don't know if there's a capability to do that. I would assume you can do anything. Um, now, if, if Houston starts scoring runs at a prolific rate on the continuum, then, yeah, I would say that maybe they've kind of figured it out. But I, I, I'm going to say no. I think it was just a bad game. Corbin Burns had a bad game. And uh, kind of leave it at that. I, I mean, is is it possible? Anything's possible. I don't want to sit here and say never say never, you know. But <laughs> I think it's just a bad game, and the fact that the Brewers are just kind of in a fun. It happens. Now, if it happens again tonight, then you betcha. You start to think, oh, boy. Oh, boy, uh, do they uh, suddenly, you know, have some kind of an in. But uh, I haven't even taken a look at, statistically speaking, where they are when it comes to runs overall and batting average and OPS and such. I mean, they're still a very good baseball team, and they've got a lot of guys that can crank. But, yeah, I know. Whenever Houston does well, that's – you know what? But it's kind of like when a pitcher starts to throw the ball really well or a batter starts to hit numerous home runs – Rather than just saying they're in a groove, the first thing we think of is they're cheating. They're cheating. And I don't, I don't blame you. Because when you get caught, when you get busted, when it's something that happens time and again, that's that's where a lot of people's minds go. Was they, they have to be cheating. They have to be cheating. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. If you want to find us, feel free. Go ahead and do so. Again, 877-867-1670. Uh, Diana says, uh, the Brewers, they need to learn how to cheat. <laughs> the offense has been anemic. Thank you, Diana. <laughs> yeah. If there's one team that needs to figure that out, probably be the Brewers in the National League Central when you look at their run differential right now. I mean, I, again, They've had a couple of big games against them to where they've just been absolutely gotten their doors blown off. So it certainly does skew the 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 numbers, so to speak. But, yeah, when you look at uh, the Brewers and uh, their run differential, it's just – it's not good. Pittsburgh, by the way, now tied with the top spot with the Brewers. St. Louis, uh, who did lose last night, still stands five games back because they're uh, because Pittsburgh's now tied with the, uh, with the Brewers. Uh, the Brewers, negative uh, twelve in the run differential column, negative twelve after being what negative? What were they yesterday? Two? I think they were negative two. So yeah, negative twelve they are today. Well, you got the Dodgers at plus fifty, Pirates at plus nineteen, Braves at plus sixty one. Rangers at plus 106. The Rays at plus 126. 
plus 126. Um, uh, Keith says, in baseball, who are the better teams right now? We've seen the Yankees get off to a slow start, and they've started to catch fire as of late uh, by winning four in a row. Some of the teams like the Brewers started off hot, and they faltered. Well, you know what? It, it's you, you can look at teams that are hot. Certainly the Cardinals have kind of put it back together. The, the Yankees are starting to get hot. The Twins have played solid, uh, you know, even though they lost a couple in a row. Houston certainly is playing solid baseball, and they're chasing the Rangers right now. You know, and Houston, by the way, they've won eight in a row. So when you start to look at all of that, you can say, okay, some teams are getting up, but the Brewers were hot at the beginning of the season. It's, a, it's, a, it's an ebb and flow sport because it is such an incredibly long season. Right now, it's just the, as a Brewers fan, when we were talking with Todd Rosiak earlier, as a Brewers fan, you're looking for signs of something good. You know what I mean? You're looking for something to give you the hope that, yeah, this is right around the corner. Like, they're offensively, they're going to break out of it. Pitching-wise, it's, it's going to get better. Like, there's, there's some kind of cavalry on the, on the horizon. But for the Brewers right now, there just isn't. It's just a matter of you just you got to start playing better. Got to start playing better. Uh, by the way, this was a great tweet. Mike Clemens put it out there. Said, uh, OTAs, very first play I see walking into the Don Hudson Center, Christian Watson catching a pass over the middle from Jordan Love. And then he has, and so it begins, dot, dot, dot. Oh, Bill, you've got to see these videos that are being posted. <clears throat> Excuse me, being posted right now. I'm, I'm brought to tears at how, at how incredible Jordan Love looks. Really? Yeah, uh, I, I saw Rob Reichel post one of Danny Etling. Yeah, who cares? Whatever. I, I saw Lucas Lucas Van Ness, uh, our own Zach Heilprint, retweeting Lucas Van S. That's in action. Good. Yeah. Oh man, but the, you got love with little dump offs to Aaron Jones. It's like it, it looks like an yeah. MVP throws. Oh, I'm incredible. telling you, they're right there. They were leading him too. Right there. <laughs> Samori Torre also looks incredible, by the way. Sources I'm sure have, he does. Sources have told me. Yeah. 10 pounds of muscle exploding off the ball. I like the fact that Matt Schneidman uh, took a picture of the, uh, he says, here's a picture of garbage at Packers OTAs. It's a garbage can. Then again, right next to it is Rob Domofsky. I don't know if he's <laughs> saying Rob Domofsky is, is garbage, but... It's not a flattering picture, I'll tell you that. Rob's on the phone. He's got his earbuds in, and he's uh, he's on the phone with somebody, t- texting somebody, probably uh, Mike Greenberg or something. Uh, 877-867-1670. Yeah, that just came across. That's funny. <laughs> can't get enough of Packer OTAs. No, you can't. Do you want to change uh, your win prediction after seeing all that? Nope. Do you want to come back um, towards me? Nope, I'm staying seven, eight, oh, right now. That's a shame. Maybe nine. You know. Maybe, maybe by the end of OTAs, we can we can get another win out of you. Um, no, probably not. By the way, did you see uh, the? Uh, for those that are just tuning in, uh, the NFL, the rules committee, the owners approved uh, to fair catch, like in college football, a kickoff. So if it's uh, you know, because up until now, if you caught one outside of the end zone, you had to run it back. Now you can actually fair catch it and then get the ball to 25. Uh, did you see what Keyshawn Nixon tweeted out? LOL, fair catch, what's that? Love it. Love it. That's something Bring it that out, baby. Rich Passaccia is going to tell him to start doing now that you get it at the 25. Right? Yeah, not uh, not happening. Can't imagine that anytime soon, but I love it. 
Keyshawn Nixon saying, no, no, I'm not doing that. Uh, the big news uh, earlier today, for those that were paying attention also, uh, and they do have it posted now, uh, Aaron Rodgers uh, with a ankle tweak in Jets camp, and Alan Lazard left the field today as well. So the, the Packers, uh, the former Packers that have gone on to New York uh, have exited the OTAs early. Maybe they just wanted to get out of there. Maybe they just wanted to say, hey, you know what? We've already been there, done that. We we know. We'll let Cobby coach him up. Let Cobby coach him up. So that's what they're doing. So 877-867-1670. Find us. There's just so much today. Good stuff. Chattering stuff. That's about it. Not anything major happening. Uh, again, going back to... Um, well, uh, Caitlin says, uh, did you hear LeBron's going to retire? No, he said he was going to mull it over, Caitlin. He's not retiring. He's not retiring. He's not walking away for uh, three reasons. One is 20th anniversary, not going to happen. Second thing is $100 million, not going to happen. Third thing is he is doing exactly what Aaron Rodgers has done, and that is, hmm, hmm, maybe I'll retire. I'm going to have to think about it. And then you are on LeBron watch. And what's going to happen? What are they going to do with the roster? What money is going to be made available? Who's going to come and pair with him? Is it going to be Kyrie or somebody else? Can they run it back? Oh, you're going to have Darvin Ham going over to LeBron's house and telling LeBron they really want him back and the Lakers need him back and he's good for L.A. and he's good for the franchise. And you're going to have Magic Johnson trying to woo him back and all of that's going to be in the media. All of that's going to be in the spotlight. All of that's going to be Aaron Rodgers-esque. It wouldn't surprise me if he suddenly starts going on the Pat McAfee show. It'll happen. And then he's going to come back. He's going to get his $100 bucks. He's also going to be able to take his 20th anniversary tour because LeBron is going to want to be honored in every city, everywhere, by everyone who's ever seen a basketball game just so he can soak up the adulation in the last little bit of comparison to Michael Jordan. That's the reason LeBron's coming back. Just thought I'd fill you in on that. But, Caitlin, thank you very much. Uh, why did uh, Bond, the uh, USC athletic director, resign today? Did you see that, Ben? USC, the athletic director, effective immediately? I saw he, re- I saw he resigned. I, I cannot Mike tell Bond you why. suddenly resigned today. Or no, uh, last, last Friday. Last Friday, effective immediately. Uh, over the last four years, helped lead the turnaround of the Trojans. And uh, so he made the announcement that uh, at the end of last week, that was it. Said some health concerns and such. There's some other things going on out there. But uh, for the most part, people are uh, saying that it's nothing investigatory, that it could be uh, legitimate over just health concerns. But they also talked about his management during a recent top-to-bottom review of the athletic department con- uh, conducted uh, conducted by an external firm. Uh, the attitude towards female employees was a specific concern as well. Uh, you talk about inappropriate remarks, coaching staffs, uh, weight, dresses, their hair, certain things that have been said, very misogynistic, but uh, they are saying that his health it could be a determining factor in all of this. I wonder if you're going to get any lawsuits coming out of USC over this. Well, I mean, there you go. There's Kevin Warren and another guy that made a drastic a drastic decision to change the future of college football that will not be right. around to be there for it. Sad stuff. Uh, oh, well. Oh, well. 
Yeah, there's already the highlights coming or the headlines coming out that what's next for the Lakers if LeBron leaves? He's not leaving. Just stop. Not going to happen. He's uh, not going to happen. In terms of odds of what team he's going to play on, the Sixers are second behind the Lakers, which would be disgusting. But I I think it's because he wants to get Bronny on a team with him. And that's mm-hmm. it. So maybe it's a Thanasis Atetokounmpo situation. It's like, yeah, let's let's draft Bronny in the second round so we can get LeBron. Yeah. Um, which leads us back into the 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 Milwaukee Bucks, and they're talking about blowing up and all that kind of stuff in in Boston if they don't get there. Um, they're talking about blowing it up and starting over in the you know L.A. if they don't get there and what they're going to do to accentuate KD and company out there in Phoenix because they didn't get there. What do the Bucks need to do? I mean, realistically, what's out there for the Bucks to do? Make a trade. Obviously, it would be a three-team trade or something to that effect if you can get a little bit younger feet. But what what else is out there for the Bucks to do? I... Or is it as simple as, well, maybe Budenholzer made some bad moves, didn't have the team down the stretch, and this team will play better and different under a different coaching staff? Is it that simple? But what else do the Bucks need to do? If you got an answer to that, give me a shout. 877-867-1670. We'd love to hear your thoughts on that. As the NBA spins, so to speak. What else did – yeah, right? Team says get P.J. Tucker back. Get that junkyard dog mentality back. Um, oh, yeah, Steve. He said, oh, my God, if we go on LeBron watch, ESPN may dedicate a whole channel just to that. I 100%. 100%. Would agree. Oh, my God. It would be between – LeBron coverage, Rogers coverage in New York, and Dak Prescott and the Cowboys, that would be it would that would be it. That that's that's their day. There's nothing else. You're covering New York, LA, and the Cowboys. There's there's nothing else in the world to cover, according to ESPN. One hundred percent agree. Hey, uh, our friends over there at the social house, H A U S on Lisbon Road, Menominee Falls. Stop in, say hi to Dan Dell and the staff. The Tiger Burger is fantastic. They've got a meatball sub sandwich that's really good as well that I love when I go in there. Really good appetizers, great food. Sundays, you go in, you get a maybe a Bloody Mary, a cocktail of some type, free pancakes, music on the weekends. Great stuff, good fun. Garage doors are open over there at the social house, H A U S, West Lisbon Road, Menominee Falls. Stop in, tell them we. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. If you are looking for a great one-tank trip and summer's almost upon us, if you're looking for waterfall tours, UTV, ATV trails, uh, indoor pools, some golf, a lot of fun in the Northwoods, that's our friends over there at the Four Seasons Island Resort. They have got so much good going on. And the best part about the Four Seasons is not just the fact that it's a resort for you and I to go to, but if you're looking for a job, whether it's a summer job, winter job, whatever it happens to be, they have become a destination employer. And they're paying and overpaying benefits 
and getting good people uh, to, to be part of that family. So whether it's the Four Seasons Island Resort, Pine Mountain, uh, up in Iron Mountain, Michigan, either place, both properties, great people, great place, great to work for. Call our girl Barb, 715-938-5110, 715-938-5110. Tell them we sent you. If, you. if you use our name, the Bill Michaels, Bill Michaels 15, uh, whether it's on the website or the promo code or whatever, you also get 15% off your stay, which is fantastic. Fantastic, but it's Four Seasons Island Resort, and they are a big supporter and put together a hell of a prize package for our motorcycle ride coming up on Sunday, September 3rd. So get registered for that as well. But uh, our friends over there at Four Seasons can't can't do it without them. They're good supporters of the uh, Fisher House and veterans and such. Heck, yeah. Uh, complicated fella says the Bucks need to get rid of Middleton. Unfortunately, nobody is going to want him at that price. Middleton doesn't seem to be uh, the clutch player that he once was. And the fact that he was banged up all season and just didn't look the same, I would probably agree with you. Probably agree with you. But you're right. There, you, you, you would have to eat. Unless you found a three-team trade and a team that was willing to take on the contract and watch it expire, um, you're not going to find probably a taker. And here's the other thing you got to remember, okay? When it comes to Middleton, Middleton is one of the close confidants, if you will, of Giannis. And this is, on one hand, it's a team, it's a business. You're trying to put the best you know, players on the floor, and guys are going to be available, and guys are going to be there come the postseason. On the other hand, you know, you've got two years left on the contract of Giannis, and if he doesn't sign this year, then you want to make sure you keep him happy and that he doesn't decide to go somewhere else, and you make it look as if you're getting rid of his guys. So there's a massage going on right now on both sides as to what that franchise is going to do. Because remember, when they brought Budenholzer in, to before they even announced him officially as the new head coach of the Bucks, he met with Giannis and Middleton. They're the two cats that sat down with him and said, we're the ones that are going to give you the kind of the, the stamp of approval and we'll be vested in this. It wasn't, you know, like Brogdon or anybody else at the time. There was nobody that they were even thinking of considering when it came to other guys on that squad. It was Middleton and it was Giannis. And that was it. So that's his guy. So you got to keep him happy. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. If you want to shoot us uh, an email... Feel free. Our buddy uh, Steve says, uh, I, for one, find it refreshing that the drama in the circus that was Aaron Rodgers and that fiasco has shifted elsewhere. The Jets can have him. However, their expectations may be too lofty. Only time's going to tell. Fact of the matter is, he may only have one, maybe two, three years left. That's it. LeBron James, curious, has uh, now started with all of the Cracker Jack reporters reporting on their own thoughts and innuendos. Journalism has turned from fact-gathering and reporting to speculation and rumors. Rumors have always been a part of, rumors and educated guesses have always been a part of journal, journalism because you can guess in the direction of what something may go. However, it's, and I hate the term, it, it's like nails on a chalkboard to me, it's the sensationalistic clickbait headlines that unfortunately tend to grab the most audience. So you go from being a reporter and a journalist to a commentator, and that is a drastically different role, unless you're reporting just the facts. You can give your opinion, 
about what the possibilities could be and different legitimate avenues that teams could go down. But once you get into the head of a player, once you get into the head of what they will or won't do, it's not the same as just being a writer-reporter. You know what I mean? He says, big market teams uh, can have professional circus shows. I agree with the listeners that are saying that ESPN is going to wrap their arms around the New York-L.A. markets with a smattering of Dallas in there. My head now is ready to explode. That's our buddy Steve. Steve, appreciate it. 877-867-1670. Marty says, uh, hey, guys, uh, the Bucks need to think about blowing it up. Uh, He says that uh, Middleton is old. Holiday looked flat-footed. Lopez is old. you got to put better, younger talent around Giannis for him to be consistently successful. It might take a couple of years. Do you think Giannis is willing to wait for the retool of the Milwaukee Bucks? Mm, Marty. That's a great question. I think that if you have a beginning, middle, and end, say, detail in mind, and you are 100% transparent with him, he would wait. If you are not, and you don't have the answers, then it will look as if you're really not sure what you're doing, and therefore he would not want to be a part of it. Again, I'm, I'm, it's merely speculation. But I think with, with, with Giannis, you probably got to be really, really transparent and let him know what's going on. I think first and foremost, you got to find a coach. But, uh, and I don't even know monetarily what you can and can't do. I haven't taken a, a deep dive into that. Maybe we get Jim Ozarski on at some point and talk about it, but. I that is a very much tread lightly thought process for the Milwaukee Bucks and John Horst. I think you'd really have to take um a very open communication line with Giannis to make that work. And I know that's kind of a cop out of an answer, but I think that's the truth. 877 uh, 877-867-1670. If you want to call, please do. Um, Julio Tehran agrees to uh, come to the Brewers. Agrees to a Brewers deal, according to John Heyman. There you go. Breaking Brewers news. Hasn't really thrown a whole lot uh, going back a couple of years, but the, the Brewers need big-time help. And they need somebody to grab innings and maybe you catch lightning in a bottle. But the Brewers going out and finding some additional pitching. Good move by Matt Arnold in your uh, thought, Ben. Should I grace the people with his numbers the last time he played baseball? Oh, you're going to do it anyway. Uh, well, actually, last year he he had one start with the Tigers. He gave up a run in five innings, but whatever. Uh, 2020 with the Angels. Ten games, uh, nine starts, 31 innings. His ERA was just a cool uh, 10.05. There you go. 12 home runs in in those innings. And, Mm -hmm. yeah, he stunk. Uh, Going back, and then, yeah, he was still on the Braves up to 2019. He spent eight, nine years there. 
And he had a sub four then, which is what you're going for. But that was now four years ago. Mm-hmm. Long time. Right. So, uh, yeah, expectations are lower than. A lot of time to get better since then, by the way. Sure. <laughs> and older. He's 32. I think he stinks. So yeah. we'll see. They are just throwing darts at a dartboard, trying to catch lightning in a bottle. That's all they're trying to do. Probably he'll be better than what Jason Alexander would have been. Sure. Not to bring him into it. Well, yeah. I don't know. Probably about the same, but yeah. I can see. Over under two starts with the team. Um, Two starts. Uh, I'll go... I'll go over. Right now, you just need bodies and innings eaters. Well, unfortunately, I don't know how effective he is at eating innings. Well, we'll see. His last time as a starter, he averaged three. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, come on. Well, if he's averaging three, you're giving me the odds of two over and under. I'll go with the three. I'll go with the three. I will. I'll, I'll take the under. If I set it at two and a half, I, I would take the under. I okay. think he starts a game or two, and then it doesn't go well. Okay. No. I now the the going well. That's a whole other. That's a whole other story. I'm going with two or more. The over and under of two. I'll go with more. I'll go over. But going well now. That's a whole other. That's a whole other consideration right there. Again, that's like, all. We could go back to the 2019 Brewers, and I could. You know, we already did the whole. Uh, Wade Miley thing from, I think he was there, what, 2018? Um, mm-hmm. Zach Davies is still on the market, I think. You got Chase Anderson out there. Yolis Chassin might be available. Uh, I'm sure Gio Gonzalez doesn't have a job. So that route could work better you just, than this. You, you just got arms. Anything out there. Anybody that can still throw anything to the plate, they're taken. Well, anybody out there... Wouldn't uh, disagree with them at this point. Anybody out there that also used to pitch for the Brewers. That's what I'm going for. Well, that I can understand. We'll break on that note. As Ben's dropping the uh, the baseball wisdom on us, anybody that's got a capability of an arm that used to be a Brewer, doesn't matter. If you're still alive, please apply for the job. Jimmy Nelson? Here comes... Come on. CeCe Sabathia. That might be too far. CeCe could be out there. You never know. Could happen. Could happen. <laughs> More of the Bill Michael Show next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. show on the air on this Tuesday beautiful day out beautiful day out um Gary says somebody on Facebook blaming Craig Council for the problems lol WTF is he supposed to do pitch himself by the way there was a Chris Capuano reference to bringing back old Brewers pitchers Ben just an FYI um how about Trevor Bauer Oh, gosh, Bill. He is getting rocked. 
actually, over in a minor league league in Japan. Can we say he's getting pummeled? <laughs> you can. Yeah. His balls are getting pummeled. Oh, my goodness. Trevor Bauer. Uh, yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm not a, a fan of bringing Trevor Bauer over by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah, no, what, what is council supposed to do? I mean, guys aren't hitting. Pitching staff's banged up. Guys aren't throwing the ball great. I, you know, you can only tweak so much as a manager in baseball. Uh, you know, th- there's only so much you can do. If you don't have talent, you don't have talent. I don't know if the Brewers are talented. I certainly thought at the beginning of the season it was fun to watch. It seemed like, can we really assimilate the decline of the Milwaukee Brewers to the injury of Garrett Mitchell? Can we really can we really go that far and say, my God, they lost their mojo when one of the young guys went down because they seem to have lost their their flair, their zip, their energy, their whatever you want to call it? I don't think so. But it certainly seems that way. You can kind of correlate the slide of the offense going back to that. Uh, but it did, as Phil says, hey, that started the injury bug for sure. That was when other injuries began to mount. Absolutely. But I don't think I'm just going to go and, and say, you know, Garrett Mitchell, when he went down, that was the heart of the team. It's it's not like when they traded Hayter last year. It's not. Not the same thing. Uh, David says, just imagine Bauer and Bush in the same locker room. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, not uh, not not doing Trevor Bauer. I'm not taking that guy. Not happening. Uh, 877-867-1670. Sip, you're absolutely right. Go Admirals. Go Admirals. As uh, they get back at it against, uh, and they're not even, they didn't even come home. We had Aaron Sims on yesterday, and they didn't even come home. They took three different flights. It's not like the NFL where you've got charters. Not in the AHL. Uh, they had three different flights. To, to get them all together, to get them out to California so they could all find themselves a uh, uh, a practice facility. Oh, yeah. Uh, Jan says, uh, well, same thing. Go, Admirals. I'll see you down at Stenny's for the watch party. Uh, Stenny's is holding a big watch party. I'm sure there's a couple more watch parties throughout the city or throughout the area, maybe even the state if you're a hockeyophile. But, uh, yeah, that was that's kind of the place to go. So, yes, go Milwaukee Admirals. And, by the way, when they come back home, if you want some tickets, go to MilwaukeeAdmirals.com. That's MilwaukeeAdmirals.com. Yeah, I don't know how on Facebook you can blame, at this point, Craig Council. I just don't. I don't know how you could go there because you only have so much to work with. And you're going to run the same guys out there. You're going to, you know, put Yelich and Rowdy and all those guys in the lineup, and it is what it is, and... You know, nothing, nothing you can, nothing you can do. Um, ben, are you finding all of the video of Jordan Love right now? Are you finding it comical or concerning? What do you mean? I, I am finding the video. That is what I've been doing for the last 35 minutes. Yeah. Um, I, I find it overly impressive. I think he's making MVP throws. Yeah. Okay. By the way, these the 
The offensive lineman in the 11-on-11, no Bakhtiari or Elton Jenkins, by the way. Yash Nyman at left tackle. Royce Newman at left guard, Myers, Runyon, and Zach Tom at right tackle. No uh, Elton Jenkins, no David Bakhtiari. Is that concerning? I think not. Sources also indicate to me that Love just had a pass batted down by Keyshawn Nixon. So the uh, we're monitoring the situation. Suffice to say. Okay. <laughs> oh boy. Okay. Let's uh, enough of this fun and frivolity. Let's do wow. this. We're going to step out. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back. We're going to reset and find out what else today maybe we missed when uh, Ben Kenny rejoins the program coming up here momentarily. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show wrapping it up next. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. The near end, not quite the end, but the near end of the Bill Michaels show. And as we do, when we do, give me a shout and, uh, you know, let us know if it's good or bad because Ben is winding down his career as the producer of the Bill Michaels show. But now he brings us a yet another version of What Do We Miss? All right, Bill. Different theme today. OTAs are back. And I'm going to get to what's going on on the field in a second and what we can okay. take away from it after uh, I re-air this absolute gem of a phone call we received earlier today. Let's go to our buddy Daniel listening to us in Toma. Daniel, how you doing? Oh, I've had a bad couple weeks, but you know what? You both me. It makes me smile. My dog was hit by a drunk driver. Oh, no. 50 stitches. 50 stitches, $1,200 later. I saved him. I know, but he would have put him to sleep. Not invest the money, but he's my No, I would, have, I would have paid for it. I would have done that. Hell yeah, I would have saved my dog. And then my anger about his boyfriend hit her in a nose. I put him in jail. Oh, Just put him in jail or I was going to kill him. That's what I did. I told him to come get him or I cut him up and he'll never see him again. Oh, you know, my goodness. Well, you don't want to do that. I don't care. It's uh, okay. the best thing in the world. Yeah. All right, now okay. let's go back to this. You're going to take this kicking off. And then he went right into a Packers take. Then right into a take for the NFL. I'm going to cut him up. I'm going to kill him. I'm going to get rid of him. That's okay. By the way, those Packers, that kickoff thing's bothered me. They said they're going to go 0-17. <laughs> Not since 1969 or 88 or 81. It's good. I, uh, I I mean, obviously, it, it sucks to hear about his dog. But the, uh, yes. the weaving of of stories and twists and turns was the verbal tapestry of craziness was yeah that was uh that was something shout out daniel love daniel um all right so uh packers otas we begin uh and this uh, most of this coming from matt schneiderman who's been doing a good job chronicling what's going on a jordan love touchdown to christian watson in parentheses uh, without defense without defense yep but it was a touchdown. Yes. Uh, and the video, I had Watson almost dropped it, whatever. 
I, they go into 11 on 11 drills. Jordan Love to Luke Musgrave for a completion. Huge. Finally involving the tight end. Big news coming out of Green Bay. And then the final one I saw, uh, Jordan Love threw a bomb to Watson. It was wobbly and incomplete. Lame duck. Tried to put too much under it. Didn't happen. Not a good sign. Season's over. So there you go. <laughs> and then for the uh, for the long snapper battle. Oh, my God. Mike Clements is all over. Apparently, Matt Orzech is the first long snapper up. Okay. Uh, he gets oh, his first opportunity. Over, over a guy named Broton Hatcher. Broton Hatchet Wound. Okay. <laughs> I mean, come on. It's a freaking long snapper. Um, so that's going on at Packers OTAs, and I'm sure we'll get more uh, press conference later today in an open locker room. I hope something goes wrong with the Philadelphia long snapper, and that's all they talk about all season long once you get to the whip in Philly. I, no I, I hope that's what happens. And and if not, I am going to phone in at some point when you're you know working, and I'm going to say, ask Ben about the long snappers. It's like, whatever. I don't know. I, it, we'll see if the kicker's any good. I, I'll just blame the kicker anyway. Okay. The different le- dev- uh, depth level in the East Coast when you get into sure. the analyzation and need of long snappers. Just saying. And we're just concerned with the, uh, well, we're concerned with, you know, the normal, how rosters are constructed and not, right. know, but what Rogers does in the darkness, which is where we're at now, which makes me very happy here. Um, By the way, Rogers said today he loved being at OTAs and needs to attend them. Oh, give me a break. Yeah. He strained his calf. That was the injury. Strained his calf. Now, is that the same calf muscle that was strained back in the days when he ended up going to the NFC Championship game and facing an Atlanta Falcons team that whooped his ass? I don't know, but apparently uh, he's also in the press conference talking about the Jersey Shore, Snooki, Pauly D, things of that nature. You know who hung out with Snooki when she came to Milwaukee, correct? No. It was yours truly. Oh, gosh. You're kidding. Yes. I've got a picture. I'll send it to you. And? And what? She's an idiot. (laughs) She's an idiot. I'm kidding you not. We we were downtown. We met the limo. I don't know why I was a part of this contingent, but they asked me to go. Snooki flies in, gets into the limo, and says, while she's got a bottle of Grey Goose, and says, and I kid you not, I had no idea Milwaukee was on an ocean. Swear to God. Swear to God. <laughs> Biggest load of bat crap I've ever seen in my life. And right. she was orange, too. She looked like a, she looked like a basketball. Oh, yeah. She had, spalding, she had words spalding on her ass. <laughs> Let's be real, though. In her defense, in her She's defense, you can't see the other side of Lake Michigan. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> I got to find this picture now. I'm not going to be able to do it before we get off the air, but I'm going to find this damn thing. Uh. That's that's good. Yeah. Um, I, I can switch this to a serious note for a second. The the Michael Block hype has, has reached another level. He being the club pro that, you know, did well at the PGA, whatever, at a hole-in-one. Awesome. Uh, he's playing in the Charles Schwab this weekend. He got a exemption from the tournament to play. And yeah. every single social clip being posted, Michael Block. They're posting his odds to make the cut, to miss the cut, to win. He's hitting Ben Hogan's clubs on the range. And a great tweet from a golf commenter I enjoy uh, said, 
I think we're probably at the point where it's disrespectful to use Mr. Block's first name. Disrespectful to a man who has done so much for the game. Right? Yeah. Uh, the the block, Blockomania, as they're calling it, is running wild and rampant. And that's okay. But uh, let's not get over our skis because it is not the second coming of Tiger. But yeah. it's being treated that way. Yeah, they're It's gonna... a feel-good story. I get it. But no, it's it's no. Yeah, they're running the storyline into the ground, as yes. sometimes is is the case. And Very then, so. I, obviously, we led the show with this, but the NFL draft going to Green Bay in 2025, I, I think it's incredible. And I'm excited. I was speaking on the morning show. I, I went to the draft when it was in Philly, and I think it's awesome how the draft has a different identity with everywhere it, it goes. And, and it's not going to mm-hmm. be the same. And obviously, this draft probably won't be like... All the other ones, but that's fine. Like, Green Bay is different than the other places. I think it's going to be awesome. And there were a lot of idiots, for lack of a better term, that were out there saying, oh, you know, they can't have it. Infrastructure is not good enough. I'm not going to be able to go eat at my nice, you know, the restaurants I like and go to my weird bars. Like, all these writers are complaining about having to go to Green Bay and maybe drive 20 minutes because they have to stay somewhere else, somewhere right. very nearby. And Most likely Appleton. Well, yeah. Or Manitowoc. Which, which is what I did when I went up there, and I, I loved my experience there. Those people are just losers. Like, go home. Yep. Don't go. You sound like an idiot. Don't cover it. Stay away because that leaves more uh, opportunity and space for us to uh, get into our own space. I'm liking it. I will find this picture of me and Snooky uh, before uh, before the day is out. I, I guarantee you I will send it to you. I'm just trying to track it down. It's in my cloud somewhere. I have no <laughs> idea where. That'll be as good as when you tweeted the picture of you with, with the bleached hair out of context on Twitter. Because yeah, we talked about it on the show. Most of your followers, I figured, were not listening at that moment to the show. Correct. Nobody wondered, listens. Wondered, why is <laughs> why, why did he do that to his hair? Right. What's that? What is he wearing? Is Nobody that realized that it carpet? was. Yes. Well, I wouldn't go that far, but yes. <laughs> grandma's carpet. Oh my god! Hey, I was uh, I was driving to Aaron Hills on Sunday. Yes. And I saw a bunch of people ride the other way on the road on on motorcycles, and I was I was because re- Aaron Hills is not that far from you. Um, no. And I was I, I, no. I was kind of, I was kind of hoping it would be you, and then I could like face. I was out in that area actually. And, and yeah, I was out I could, in that area. Uh, spin you off the motorcycle, but not in a dangerous way. I think that'd be a no, good story no. for the show. Like, oh, this, that wouldn't have been a good. Oh, this, this guy in this Volvo almost hit me with his car. I was like, <laughs> "Yep, that's me." Hey, what happened to the Subaru, by the way? Oh, that was uh, a, a former vehicle. Okay, former vehicle. Because you went from a Subaru to a Volvo. You've been holding out on us. We are, uh, yeah, we're uh, those two brands. That's kind of the brands my family stakes their their claim in, if you will. Well, Volvo is a little nicer vehicle than your Subaru. Yeah, yeah, it's. Uh, throw it out there. It's a, it's an okay car. It's old. Get you there. Point Still gets point it done. Oh yeah, very safe, very safe car. No free okay. ads, but tremendous car. There you go. Is that it? Are we done with the day? That's, I, I mean, I have like 15 more things written down, but none of them are important. Okay. Well, that's the way we're going to end with a very quiet fizzling out of the uh, of the wick, so to speak. So that'll do it. We'll be back again tomorrow to be hump day. And uh, I'm, I'm sure Ben's going to be regaled with the uh, the fine picture of one orange snooky as soon as I can track it down. Uh, beyond that, today was uh, thanks to Wayne Larry, thanks to Todd Rosiak, Mike Clemens as well. I'm sure Mike's going to have some stuff for us coming up tomorrow on the program. 
uh, recounting and recapping some of the stuff going on at Packers OTAs. Always good stuff. So until we're back at it again tomorrow, time for us to go. Have a good one. Hoop. <laughs>